<laughs> I'm so excited to have a side note. I haven't had one in a while. <laughs> Me too. Because I wonder what it's about. I feel like you covered a lot in your story before. <laughs> We're going to cover some more. But you said a little paranormal, so there's got to be a haunting. Yep. Yep. This was one I kind of struggle with where I should maybe do like a full episode, but then I decided, no, I'm just going to do a side note on this. So um, first of all, hello. Hi. I'm Kristen. I'm Dana. Welcome to Darker Side of Life. Last episode, we talked about the 1896 murder of Pro Brian and the execution of her convicted killers, Scott Jackson and Alonzo Walling. So if you haven't listened to that episode, don't listen to this right now because you're going to be super confused and not know what's going on. So go back and listen to that episode. It's a good episode anyway, so you should want to. So do we need a recap real quick? Um, maybe if you think it'll help. Let's see if I can do this fast. So Pearl O'Brien was from Greencastle, Indiana. She got pregnant by her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, who lived in Cincinnati. She came to Cincinnati in January thinking she was going to have an abortion, but she was instead killed and decapitated over in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, and his friend, Alonzo Walling, were arrested and eventually executed, hanged for her killing. And Pearl's head has never been found to this day. So that's kind of the enduring mystery. Was that a good recap? Is good recap. Yeah, enough? it is. Okay, good. I did that one. I just pulled that one on my butt. I don't have that written down at all. So cool. But at the end of the episode, I talked a little bit about the different theories about what happened to her head. And do you remember the one I talked about them throwing it down a well, an old well? Yes. That's what we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about Bobby Mackey's Portal to Hell and the Head of Pearl Bryan. Holy shit, that's a title. (laughs) Okay, so yes, one theory is that Scott Jackson and Alonzo Walling threw Pearl's head into an old well of an abandoned slaughterhouse along the Licking River in Wilder, Kentucky. The site is now Bobby Mackey's Music World. It's a country music venue that people love going to my dad included my dad was there recently actually to hear some people play so oh nice yeah I was kind of vague about it because I wanted to make this a side note and talk about this because this theory is has actually sparked a huge legend of Bobby Mackey's now being one of the most haunted places in northern Kentucky and it said that Pearl Bryan haunts Bobby Mackey's looking for her missing head and that in the basement, this old well is actually a portal to hell at Bobby Mackey's. So, oh wow, yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. That theory. Quick bit about Bobby Mackey's. It is a, like I said, it is a known paranormal hotspot hotspot in northern Kentucky. It's a country music bar. They have had several ghost hunting shows have come. Like ghost Adventures has been there. I don't know if Ghost Hunters, um, Ghost Hunters has been there. Some other like small ghost hunting shows. They have groups that come to investigate. They have like regular investigate paranormal tours that happen in the building. It has a sordid history with ties to the mob and gangsters, shootouts in the parking lot, illegal gambling and drinking. It was a biker bar at one point. Now it's a successful country music bar. There is even a sign as you walk in that says this 
establishment is reportedly haunted and the owners are not responsible for anything that might happen due to ghosts on the premises. <laughs> is that sign just kind of for fun or is it in some way a legitimate legal disclaimer? It's a legitimate legal disclaimer because there was a court case that was taken to court really? because a man claimed he was attacked in the bathroom by a an entity or a ghost and his clothes were ripped and he was hurt and it ended up in court. So, wow. A legitimate, Mm -hmm. legitimate legal warning about supernatural activity. Oh, I love those type of things. Bobby Mackey, who's the owner, he's actually a country music musician. He was instructed by his attorneys to put that sign up to deter any future lawsuits because stuff does happen. People have reported being attacked in the bathroom of this. Oh, that's crazy. But before it was tied to the mob and the gangsters and to Bobby Mackey, it was a slaughterhouse back in the 1800s. It's along the Licking River. And in the basement of the slaughterhouse is a, was a well where the blood and leftovers from all these animals was dumped and discarded to then flow into the Licking River. So hello pre-EPA because oh nasty that wouldn't fly then. The well is still there. It's in the basement of Bobby Mackey's and it's creepy. It's you That's can cool. you can go see it. So the well was used, but this well has also sparked a lot of hauntings. So just in, at Bobby Mackey's, it's rumored to be haunted by a woman named Johanna. She allegedly had a lover who worked at the bar with her and her gangster dad, who also owned the bar, is said to have killed her lover. So Johanna, upset about this, tried to poison her father and then killed herself on the site. So Johanna is said to have to haunt Bobby Mackey's and the scent of roses is supposed to follow her around. The former caretaker who lived upstairs reported that the jukebox would come on all the time and he would come down to check it. It was after hours and it would be playing. Sometimes it would even play when it was unplugged and several people report that. Same with the mechanical bull. Bobby Mackey says the mechanical bull. He said the mechanical bull sometimes would randomly turn on even when it was unplugged. People report hearing footsteps walk across the dance floor late at night. The caretaker would come down and lights would be on all the time after hours. He even went through an exorcism because he was convinced he was possessed by a demon. And he would say he had regular conversations with the spirit of Johanna. The upstairs apartment, it remains untouched and frozen in time because anytime someone tries to go up there to clean it or renovate, they get attacked by something very violent. So they've just kind of like, no one touches the apartment anymore. Like you go up there and there's dust, dirt covered dishes, nothing's ever cleaned, nothing's ever moved because anytime someone tries to move something, they get attacked. How bad do you want to see this apartment? There's actually a ghost tour that's happening. They happen regularly. They happen, I believe, on Friday, Thursday or Friday nights. And I was looking into doing it because I have to, I'm going to Kentucky next week, next weekend. But it's kind of expensive and I can't afford to do it right now. But, oh, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally doing it. Do an EVP reading. So you can yeah, get people- your phone to do like one, like one of those apps. Mm-hmm. That does EVP readings. I tried to do one in the Bell Witch Cave, but I couldn't get any service at all because some of them needed internet connections, mm-hmm. and I didn't get any service for my phone in a cave. Well, I mean, this is this is a place you can just go to anyway to hear. You know, it's a bar. Right. It's a country music bar. I said my dad went there probably about a month ago to hear some friends play. My dad has been to this bar several times. He's heard. Did he used to play there? I don't think he ever played at Bobby Mackey's because you know, for people who don't know, my dad's a guitar player, so. 
He's known a lot of people who have played there. Um, he may have played there at some point. He actually asked me recently if I was going to do a Bobby Mackey story. So, yeah, he oh, went nice. recently to hear some friends. So he's heard a lot of these stories as well, just from people who have spent time there. The basement especially, this is where the well is and still exists. And people report a lot of activity, a lot of times negative activity, because they believe that this is a portal to hell in this well. So you're probably wondering why we're talking about this and how it relates to Pearl Bryan. Well, here we go. So the story is that Scott Jackson and Alonzo Walling, they were secretly in a satanic cult that performed satanic rituals and sacrifices and that they used Pearl Bryan's head and threw it down this abandoned slaughterhouse well as part of a satanic ritual. And that is why they never gave up the location of her head because then they would have to give up their other cult members. Okay. Good theory. Don't buy it, but good theory. <laughs> when Pearl's head was dumped down the swell, it opened up a portal to hell. Because of this, Pearl now haunts Bobby Mackey's searching for her head. I will go on record. I don't believe that this happened at all. There's no record of it. Anything that I read, you know, all the research that I did, you know, the sites and the books that have been written off of like court records and transcripts and articles from the trial never ever has mentioned satanic anything that has to do with this. Yeah. And there are interviews and some books that do get written about this that do take this version of the story and kind of run with it. But I've never been able to find any evidence of it. It's kind of widely not believed. And some believe that this tale started back in the 80s, 1980s or 1990s when the satanic, oh, during panic, satanic panic Yes. So I can't really find like the genesis of where this legend started. And it Honestly, could just have been a story, people knowing about Pearl's story, and then this like creepy well that seems to have all this activity. Like somehow those got meshed together at some point. And we talked about urban legends and how, you know, you have maybe this little nugget of truth and that sprouts into something totally different. So I don't believe that. I could say it's possible that Jackson and Walling maybe did throw Pearl's head down this well without all the satanic stuff like that could have been a place that they disposed of her head I tend to question that because again they weren't too familiar with the whole area this is over in Kentucky it's this abandoned slaughterhouse how would they have known to go yeah. there but I would say anything's possible but you know at the most I did read that the route the carriage took you know from Cincinnati to where her body was found they would have actually passed by the slaughterhouse so Pearl's only connection to it really would be that she would just have passed by it right before she had died yeah but I think this is a really interesting legend to kind of explore and I'm honestly not entirely convinced that Pearl does not haunt Bobby Mackey's with some of the stuff I've read about and there are also reports of someone else tied to her case that may also haunt the bar really so, that's what I want to talk about, a few of these stories that I found. So the first centers around Bobby Mackey's first wife, Janet. This is actually a story my dad had told me. My dad heard it when he had been at the bar um, and that Janet frequently talked about herself. She had been in the basement and she said she felt this like force around her. She felt like something was around her. Something was there. It scared her so much that she was trying to run up the stairs to get away from this. She was pushed down the stairs by something and it started screaming at her, get out, 
get out. And allegedly, either she said or this was reports later, but this spirit or entity or being sketches of it resembled Alonzo Walling. And really? was even stranger. Janet was five months pregnant at the time. <gasps> no way. Pearl Bryant was five months pregnant when she was killed. Yes. And it scared Janet so much. She never went back to the bar. She never would go back in there. It scared her that much. So it's kind of a weird, like, does it prove that it's Alonzo Walling? No, but it's kind yeah. of a weird, a, a weird, weird thing to say that, it, you know, it looked like him and then the get out and then the five months pregnant thing I think is interesting. And this happened in the basement by the well. Okay. This next encounter is really, this was weird. It kind of gave me chills. There was a man, he was in the men's restroom. There's a lot of activity that's reported in the men's restroom. Person who brought the lawsuit on the bar was actually attacked in the men's restroom by something that was in there. And this patron experienced extreme heat, a trash can that flew at him, and a man with a handlebar mustache repeating a Latin phrase that translates to dying well, dying good. I can't pronounce the Latin phrase. It's spelled like die game, D-I-E-G-A-M-E. I don't know the Latin yeah. pronunciation for it, but this entity with this handlebar mustache was repeating this phrase that means dying well, dying good. So... I got chills when I read this because I remembered when I was reading back, researching this case, I mentioned this um, Planet Slade website with a book by Paul Slade that had tons of historical research on this. And I remembered a part when it talked about um, the executions and right before the executions that I, I went back and I found and it was just something mentioned in passing that wasn't really brought up as a big deal. I went back and I found it and it was reported that on the morning of the execution, Alonzo Walling's girlfriend sent him a message with the Latin phrase, die well, die good. No way. Yes. Yes. I read that and I was like, oh oh my God. So who involved with the executions had a handlebar mustache? I wonder. Well, Alonzo Walling had a mustache. He did? But it was like the handlebar one? And so did Scott Jackson. Yes. They both had this phrase. So this is like two for two for Alonzo. Yes. There are rumors. There are people that say they have seen someone that resembles Alonzo Walling. And that Alonzo Walling, which I also didn't find this in my research, but it could have just been from the story, that Alonzo Walling promised to haunt the area after he was hung. Oh, So, yeah, like Alonzo Walling keeps popping up, which I find is interesting. But when I read that about the phrase, I was just like, holy crap. I remember reading about this. It was just mentioned in passing in this research. Like his girlfriend gave him this message with the phrase dying well, dying good on it. And then it went on to talk about something else. And then I read this and I thought that that was kind of. That's a creepy connection. Kind of creepy. Um There also, you know, you have people who report, several people have reported that they see the ghost of a headless spirit walking around in dresses that look like what Pearl would be wearing in the 1890s. So those are are the Pearl-centered kind of hauntings that people report frequently. And I don't think it proves that they're there. I think it's odd. And I think it's interesting stories. And I don't think the theory that her head was thrown down the well is true, but it made me think of something. Have you ever heard of the phrase a tulpa, T-U-L-P-A? No, I don't think so. Being, It's a being called a tulpa. So a tulpa is basically something that comes into being 
because of collective like collective thinking and yeah. storytelling. You like mentally like, create it to be real. Right. It manifests itself. It's it hasn't been, you know, it's never existed, but it exists because people talk about it and collectively think about it. Some people believe that some spirits can actually be tulpas just from stories that get passed down. So it made me think, I don't think that Pearl and Alonzo maybe fit into that tulpa category, but I do wonder if at some point this story has been told that Pearl's head was thrown down the well. And that has kind of become the version that everyone talks about, that mm-hmm. Wally and Jackson were Satanists, they threw her head down the well, now Pearl Bryan haunts looking for her head. I wonder if that story has been told so much, maybe the spirit of Pearl is actually at the bar and does haunt it. So, Like they brought her there. They brought her there, where she doesn't really have a connection, but because it's talked about so much... Now, not even on a local level, but like this story, it's you have, you know, film crews who are coming talking about this story and ghost hunting shows that all these people around the country can now watch. And this is the version that they're hearing. Somehow that's manifested and that has brought Pearl Bryan and possibly Alonzo Walling to Bobby Mackey's. And that's where they now haunt. Oh, that's so interesting. That's kind of what made it made me think. I don't know, because I'm not convinced that she's not there, but I don't really think she has a connection to it. Yeah. But because her story has become so tied to Bobby Mackey's, maybe she's there because I know where this actually happened. I know the land this happened on. I know the house that it happened near, but no one ever talks about that. And if you are not from the area, you don't know where it actually happened. So her story is so tied to Bobby Mackey's that... Maybe it's brought her there and that's where she now haunts because that's where all the energy is for her story. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It really does. That's interesting. I wonder if she could point out her killer. Like if she could put it to she rest. She did it. Well, I mean, <laughs> but like write it on the wall or something. Because you know you hear about spirits that come back or they'll like write things in fog on mirrors. I wonder about if Alonzo Walling is there. Why Alonzo Walling? Why is he there? Well, maybe they brought him back, too. Well, and I, I wondered, too, if he was maybe, I don't want to say wrongly convicted, because I think that he had a hand in it, but wrongly he executed. was also wrongly executed. A lot of people think he shouldn't have been executed. Maybe he is at unrest and, you know, he seems more violent. He's screaming, get out, get out. He's pushing a pregnant woman down the steps. And I was thinking like The Grudge, and I was like, maybe he holds a grudge. And I'm thinking about the movie The Grudge. Like if somebody dies under extreme circumstances, or in his case, wrongly executed, because Jackson said right before they were going to make him hang that he was innocent. And he's like, for the love of God, somebody tell the governor. Yeah, somebody So he's probably under mental duress. And if he died under those circumstances, then perhaps he does have a little, he still has a bone to pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think- because Pearl, how she died, she dra- died so dramatically and horribly. Like, you know, if you believe anything in the paranormal, you believe that things like that kind of leave a mark and leave an imprint. Yeah. I think it's plausible. I'm someone who does believe in the paranormal. So I think it's plausible that Pearl Bryan could possibly haunt the area still. And maybe Bobby Mackey's just because that's where her story has led people. I think it's a good possibility. So, yep. That's my side note. That's my supernatural take on Pearl Bryant and her connection to Bobby Mackey's. That's pretty cool. And I really like the angle that you can conjure up something mentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was 
I thought it was interesting. The Latin phrase is what got me too. That's yeah, that is really It was weird. just a piece of information. Like I can see known aspects of this case, like people kind of carrying it over into that story. That's not a known yeah. piece of the case. Like I read it in no. one spot in one publication on this case. So I don't know. That's just kind of weird. And then the handlebar mustache. And- I wonder where the spirit of Jackson is and if that's ever going to come around. Or maybe because he was cremated, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe he's yeah, just that's kind of- true. And if he was the actual one that decapitated her, maybe he's down in one of the nine circles of hell and he can't come back up. Yeah. You know, especially you bring up decapitation. Like some people believe that if there's a part of you left behind, like you're still tied to this world. Obviously, Pearl would be because her head is gone and has never been found. And Alonzo Walling was buried. So his body is technically still here on this earth. But Scott Jackson was cremated so do you think it ever will be found no i think the head's gone i don't either i think he put it in the incinerator i think that's a really really good theory Mm -hmm. yeah i think that it's in the it was in the incinerator i think it's completely gone i don't think it was thrown down the well i just i don't see that happening so no i don't think that her head will ever be found yeah i think it's gone unfortunately so yeah that that ends my story of pearl bryant i enjoyed your story thank you I may have another ghost story for you next time. Yeah, I love ghost stories. <laughs> this one is a great one. This one's a little trifecta of ghost stories. It has a little haunting, little poltergeist, little demonic possession. My next one might be, it's a little different for me to do. Okay. It's more of something I feel like you would do. But really? I'm going to see. Yeah. All right. So thanks, guys, for tuning in to our side note on Pearl Bryan. Um, if you have any suggestions, email us at darkersideoflifepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at darkersideoflifepodcast. And find us on Twitter at, at DSOLpodcast. And we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. He's in hell.